Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 181 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So in this podcast episode, I have my sister friend, Jamie Van Kuyk from growingyourteam.com. She is a team and hiring goddess. And I'm so honored and happy to get to welcome you to the podcast and share your story. Welcome. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> my pleasure, truly. Oh, my goodness. And I feel like talking to you about this topic and about what you do couldn't have come at a better time. So with, with that being said, though, we're familiar with each other's work, but this may be the very first time that someone is getting to see you, hear of you, right, and, and what it is you do. So if you could, in your own words, please describe what it is you do and especially what are the three things that you're known for. Could you tell us? Yeah, of course. So as Victoria said, I am the owner and lead strategist at Growing Your Team. So at Growing Your Team, small business owners hire us to guide them through the process of learning how to hire the right team members for their business. This is employees and contractors. The businesses we typically work with range from the solopreneur who's looking to form that first long-term relationship with a team member or hire their first employee, all the way up to businesses that average about 10 employees. And at that stage, they understand the hiring process, but they're looking for ways to do it better. They want to get out of what seems like that hiring and firing cycle. They want to make sure they're getting the right people as they're adding new positions and scaling their businesses. So the what we're really known for is one, helping to make sure people hire at the right time. Because while we're hiring strategists, we don't want anyone to hire if it's not the right time for them. But also we understand how much it can hurt a business if you don't hire when help is really needed. So we really help people narrow down and figure out, should they be hiring? And if yes, then the next thing we're known for is how you can easily identify the right person for your business. So we help you take all those thoughts in your head and everything that you would like to get off your plate and help you put it in this, this package. Like, who do you really need? What does this person do? How will they be successful? And we take all everything that you tell us and we put together this hiring strategy for you so you can quickly and easily identify the right person. So you can look at a resume and go, yes, this person is amazing or nope, they're not right for me. And you know exactly why. And then the third thing is teaching people how to properly manage these business relationships they're forming with their team, starting from day one with proper onboarding. So how you can make sure you're going to get the right things out of your team member instead of being disappointed with their performance. This is essential because like this type of stuff only the big guys get to have like when, when as a solopreneur looking to scale myself when i hear about the types of services that you provide and your company provides jamie i think about oh you know when i get big that would be great and and it is if i want to get big this is what you need 
And yes. it's so powerful um, that, you know, with those three things that you're known for to make it a structured and step-by-step -step process so that, I mean, I know as a solopreneur myself, I'm always trying to reinvent the wheel. And, and uh, like, I feel like I got to figure it out all the time, but to know that there's a goddess like you that can just step in and say like, this can be easy. Um, and, and like happen in record time is so powerful. Yes. Yeah. And I know we're going to get into it a little bit more, but like you said, like most people think this is the things for big companies, but here's the thing. You can't become a big company if you don't get hiring rights when you're a small company. And part of the reason that I got into this was because I noticed that no one was helping small businesses with these issues. You know, they wanted to help the people that had 20 plus people on their teams, 50 plus people. But once I, again, if you can't make those first few hires, if you can't build that strong core team, it's very difficult to grow to that level. And so that makes me even more curious. So like you were saying like what, what inspired you in the first place was, did something in particular happen that brought that to your attention? Like what's the story there that would yeah. be the impetus to really go for uh, growingyourteam.com? Yeah, so I will tell you the full story. So that part comes with part B of the story, but first there's part A of really how I got into this entrepreneur journey. And it started with, I always knew I wanted to run my own business but I really didn't know what type of business I wanted to run. I did know there was one thing, it could not have a brick and mortar components because I love to travel and I didn't want to be tied down to one location. That was all I knew, but I didn't know anything else. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go and work in corporate and learn everything I can so I'm better prepared for when I run my own business which put me onto the management and leadership track in a corporate company. And I learned a lot about leadership, hiring teams, managing teams, and, and all that great stuff. But then there came a day when it was shortly after I returned to work after my second daughter was born. And that time my mom was watching my daughter. My oldest daughter was in full-time preschool at the time, but she was watching my newborn. And I always knew that, that it was a short-term thing. My parents are snowbirds. We lived down here in Florida, originally from New York. So they'd go back to New York for the summer and be in Florida for the winter. So I always knew that I went back to work in January, come June, I needed to find a additional childcare that I wouldn't have that have her there. So I was going through this journey of trying to find a daycare for my newborn. We had this problem where our oldest daughter's daycare was great until it wasn't which put me on high alert with any daycares that I was looking at, like being like, oh, I don't know if I could trust this place. I don't know. So my list of places that I was reaching out to was teeny tiny. And this one day at work, it was just an all around bad day. Uh, my team, which was amazing, was driving me crazy at that, that day. It was like every little thing, like and it was nothing that they were doing that was wrong or bad, but it was just like one of those days where they, they needed me for all these little things that yes, they really needed me for, but it was just like piling on and piling on. And every time you try to do something, a team member is there. My boss said something that kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. And then I am, I am there. I was a nursing mother. So I was in our mother's room, you know, pumping and everything. And I get an email from the last daycare on my list that I was like, this is the only place left I would send my child. And they're like, we have a spot for you. And I'm like, yes. And they're like in eight months. And I'm like, oh no, like this was April by this point in time. So I was like, I need someone in like 
less than three months. So I was like, that's not going to work. And all this stuff piled on. I just broke down into tears and I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm quitting my job and I'm becoming a stay-at-home mom. And I thought about that for about 10 seconds, if even that long. And then I was like, yeah, no, I, I can't do that. And like, I know I have friends, I have family members, everything that have thrived as stay-at-home moms, loved it. But I was just like, I just don't see that as my journey. Like, I feel like that there's a part of me that would look back and resent my child for making me leave my career. And that was like, I have to figure out a way to balance both. How can I be a, a stay home with my child and be a working mom? And I was just like, you know what? I've always talked about running my own business. Now is the time. I'm going to figure out how to do it now. And I'm going to start a business while I'm home with my child. So like I mentioned, like I always knew I want to be an entrepreneur. So obviously my husband and I had these conversations all the time and he's a software developer. So we're like, we're going to start a software development company together. So I quit my job and started to learn how to program so we could build the software development company. And it was uh, end of June that I left my job. And before Christmas, I realized I hated it. I was like, this is not for me what can I do? Because I wasn't ready to go back to corporate. And I also felt like if I go back to corporate now, I'm going to go back with this feeling like I failed at running my own business. So I'm never going to take the leap to do it again. Cause I'm always going to have this fear in my mind. So I was like, I need to take some time and figure out what else can I do? So now this brings us to part B of the story. So because of running that the software development business and trying to get that off the ground, I joined our local chamber. So I was like, I still have this chamber membership. I'm going to go to networking events and I'm going to talk to businesses and figure out what I can do in the consulting world. Because one thing I didn't say was when I left my corporate company, they're like, we can't let go of you completely. Can you do some consulting work for us? And I was like, yes, of course. Because when anything in software development, you don't get paid until you develop something. So I was just like, it's a way to bring in some money. And I realized with that, I loved consulting. So I was like, what type of consulting business can I start? And I thought corporate consulting, because that's where I came from. These corporate, these consultant projects I was working on for the company I left were all around leadership development and helping people really grow and thrive in their first management position. So I was like, that's it. Corporate consulting, helping first-time managers. But I found when I was going to these networking events that everybody I was attracted to speak with was a small business owner. And I would tell them what I was planning on doing and they'd be like, well, can you help me? Like, I need help in this area. I've never had to lead a team until I was doing it in my own business. I never had to hire before until I was doing it in my own business. Or they would say, I did it in corporate, but I realized I had this entire support structure that now I don't have in my own business. And I'm kind of clueless. Like I've made so many mistakes, I need help. And me trying to be the good business owner, I was just like, nope, I'm staying in my swim lane. So I would say, I can't help you, but let me find out, let me find you someone who can. And that's when I identified that it was almost impossible and meaning I couldn't find anybody at that point in time that was helping small business owners with their hiring for the first time, teaching them how to hire, teaching them when it was the right time to hire. Even business coaches that focused on helping people build their business on their website, once they talked about hiring and leadership, it had this corporate perspective of like these large teams. And I was just like, hold on, wait, hiring in corporate 
while you go through a lot of the same steps, it's different. Someone really needs to help these small businesses. And that's when I was like, you know, I have the knowledge. I have the expertise. People want it. I'm going to do it. This is amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad I'm on mute because I'm like cheering and clapping. <laughs> oh my gosh. So like what, for one thing, what I'm celebrating hearing from your story is that that still small voice that speech said, oh, I want to be staying home. Mom, I want to be with my kid. And then when you noped it, like when you went, ah, nope, 10 seconds, you circled back around eventually. Um, so that's really powerful that, that, that download, that desire has brought you here, right? That the desire to be with your child or the desire to keep your freedom and to know what matters to you is being able to travel, right? And make money and be a mama and enjoy your marriage. Like there's no either or. So I want to celebrate your and-ness. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I also uh, want to celebrate and what I heard um, in your story is that you took the consulting, like you received that opportunity to bridge your way into learning what your right next step is. You know, it takes on average about one to three years to really hit the spot of like this, this is my unique selling proposition. And so it is okay to take the consulting or, or to make some money while you are figuring it out. Like there, you, I celebrate the fact that you didn't just jump back into corporate or take something that was, let's say, not in alignment with your personality type. Like, I think that's really powerful and you're leaving some breadcrumbs of success in your story. Yeah. Yeah. And I will add just another thing with that, with once I decided that I really wanted to help small businesses, it still took probably a little over a year from there to really solidify onto the business that I have now, where I was still trying to figure out, okay, well, this is how I want to help, but how do I actually help? And I realized at one point in time, like, I also have a background in process improvement. So I was like, I'm going to help people with people in process. And then it, I was actually attending a conference and someone asked what I did. And they're like, hold on, you're confusing people. You really need to like simplify. And I went through a lot of stuff and realized that one of the things that's really important to me, one of my core values is people. It was this exercise that I was brought through and every answer had people in there somewhere. And I was just like, that's it. I'm like, even though I love the process side and I still help some of my clients figure out the process stuff, I was like, it's focusing on the people is what it's important to me. Totally. And it's the people that brought you the clarity of what's your right next direction. And that's another thing I want to celebrate in your story, as well as uh, what you just added there is that you asked questions and continued to clarify what is the problem I want to solve? What is the problem I can solve, right? How do people hear it? Um, because that's, you know, with the, the software company, for example, that's more of a, like a creative project of, yay, we like this. And so we are going to make it. Whereas who's going to pay for what you like? <laughs> And the other approach being, yay, these people 
have a problem I can solve and they are happy to pay a money for it. So yay, I can make a money solving problems. It's, it's yes. totally different mindset um, when approaching uh, service, right? Universal service through being a, an entrepreneur. So what Jamie, like, it makes me curious though, like, was everything gravy or were you able to like figure out everything in record time? Or was there a moment where you could have thrown in the towel? Like, because here on the journeypreneur podcast, right? Journeypreneurs listening in are visionaries who are purpose-driven, you know, solopreneurs or small businesses who are looking to make massive impact, but it is hard being the one who holds the vision, right? And keeps trying to move the needle forward. Um, and so sometimes we can get that invitation to throw in the towel. And I love asking my guests, has it ever happened to you? Um, and oh, yes. for those who are listening in, and if so, like, what did you do to make it through that? And any words of advice that you would give to the listeners who may be at that point? Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely happened to me, you know, because if you think about like the journey I shared, it was six months after leaving my corporate job that I'm like, the reason I left my corporate job is not, is not something I want to do anymore. So it's like, oh, okay. Like, what do I do next? Like it was, could have been so easy to go back to corporate. And then in like the other thing I shared, it was like, okay, after really figuring out that, okay, this is a gap that exists. It took me almost a full year to figure out how do I really communicate that I can serve that gap, which meant that was a rough year of trying things and having them fall flat because things really weren't, I wasn't presenting things in the right way. And so there was definitely a lot of moments where I could have thrown in the towel. And I will say there's two things that really made a big difference is the first one was at the very, probably about a few months into the entrepreneur journey, I went with another parent to start touring schools of where our children would eventually go to kindergarten. And at this point in time, my oldest is three years old. And I'm like, wait, we got still got a lot of time. But she goes, I want to do this tour. So come with me. And I was like, if you make the appointments, I'll go. But we went and I fell in love with a private school. And I was just like, okay, I need to now figure out how to pay for this. So I developed what I like to call my reason to quit. And I said, okay, things might get hard, but... I don't necessarily need the income from my business right now. So I'm going to push through the challenges until this reason to quit happens. And the, what I uh, said was my reason to quit is by the time my oldest is entering kindergarten, if my business is not bringing in enough money to cover her tuition, I then have permission to quit and saying, okay, I am now hurting my family for continuing to try. So I need to go and figure out, go back to corporate or figure out something else. So I had this reason to quit. But here's what happened. By the time she entered kindergarten, my, I was not bringing in enough money to cover it. And what really helped was I told my husband, I was like, I think I'm going to go and get a part-time job so that way I can help bring in that additional income to cover her education. And we've then really looked down at the finances. We're like, well, do we, can, we, can we figure it out in our current finances? Because what he told me, he said, you're really good at what you do. You, you have the ability to grow this business. You know, he, we share a home office. So he hears me with clients and everything. He, he goes, I learn stuff from you all the time. And he goes, let's just say 
you go and get a job 15 hours a week. How much are you really going to make at a part-time job 15 hours a week? And that's 15 hours you're not spending on your business. So you, he's like, just focus like on your business and grow that business. So he was the other person that really, and he does it all the time. Like he's that confident that just tells me like he helps build my confidence. He helps show me like what I'm not seeing in my own business. And so the two things there is like, I really feel like we all need to give ourselves a reason to quit and give ourselves that reason when we're in a good spot in our business. So that way you can compare it when it's not like, oh, I'm struggling. Should I quit? It's like, okay, well, compare your struggle to the struggle that you've already said is like your ultimate struggle. If you're there, then you're allowed, you can give yourself that permission to have that conversation of, should I keep moving forward or should I quit? If you're not there, say, okay, it's just a rough time. I'm going to have rough time. Keep going. And then the other thing is have someone in your corner who's cheering you on, have someone who can be honest with you about things. Like even though he's not in business, like I can have conversations with him about investments I want to make in my business, just because he asks like questions that I'm like, Ooh, I didn't think about it that way. And, and stuff like that. So having someone who can cheer you on, help you see what's really going on, because sometimes you're just too close to things to really evaluate things on your own. So beautifully said. And by the way, I'm a fan of your husband. What a rock star cheering his business on. Yay! No, he definitely is. Like there's been times recently where I'm just like, like this happened and he goes, hold on. Like, let's circle back. Let's focus on everything positive that happened. Everything, the sales you did make, this and that. I'm just like, oh yeah, that did all happen. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, what an amazing guardian angel. So that is so powerful having um, the seventh power in the house, right? So like having someone who lifts you up uh, when you're getting ready to throw in the towel. But I, what I also celebrate is what you said is um, the questions that he would ask you are ones that were inspiring, things that helped you to see more of the vision. Sometimes as we get to that oh, make or break moment or we're feeling kind of low or at the end of our rope, we can't see the larger vision and a sign that it's the right type of person being around you is they kind of lift that up and help you see the bigger picture. So. Yeah. That's gorgeous. That's gorgeous. And what I also celebrate in what you said is that reason to quit because it's like a, a printing yourself a permission slip to go all in, right? Uh, to really go, but go all in, not to the point that you're going to go to self-destruct. Like you're, I'm going to go all in until this point. So that is so productive. Like studies have shown that when you chunk things, right? You, you chunk things rather than looking at the clock, but instead you just set the timer and go all in for what, 20 minutes. You're able to have way more focus than, all right, it's now 4.07 at 4.27, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna keep interrupting, looking at the clock, looking at the clock. The same, the same goes with our productivity flow, being able to manage, right. Am I using 100% of my focus? Am I being all in and here? Knowing that there's like a boundary that is respectful and set from a high vibration, as you said, Jamie. Yes. Uh, or am I just going to go until I combust? And that's not healthy. 
No, it's not. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is so I am receiving personally so much hearing you talk. Oh my gosh, you're so you're so inspirational. And with that, like I know I'm not the only one who's getting some aha moments listening into you right now. So with that being said, where do we go to celebrate you? Where do my people go to to like, subscribe, to support, to connect, and even perhaps even talk about working with you at where are we going? Yes. So you can find me at growingyourteam.com. That's our main website. And then I am on Instagram and Facebook under Growing Your Team. And then I'm also the host of the Growing Your Team podcast, which we just recorded an episode with Victoria. So depending on when you listen to this, if you're watching on Facebook Live, it's not out yet. It'll be out in two weeks. But if you're watching it, listen to it later, it might be out. It's episode 70. So go find her on episode 70 on the Growing Your Team podcast. And then you're more than welcome to email me directly if you have a question. So you can email me at jamie at growingyourteam.com. Send me an email with the subject line hiring question, and I will answer one hiring question that you send me with free of charge. This is fabulous. This is so fabulous. And so that email is again, jamie at growingyourteam.com. And that's J-A-M-I-E, correct? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, all right, everyone, write it down. Think of what's your question? For Jamie, make it a good one though. (laughs) Yeah, because you got the expert on the line. The red phone's there whenever you're ready to pick it up. Jamie, oh my goddess. Thank you so much for sharing so abundantly. And also thank you for having me on your podcast. We had so much fun um, when we recorded that too. But oh my gosh, I'm so grateful to get to learn more about your story and just to really share you because our community really needs the support that um, you're putting out there, right? Our solopreneurs have got to be supported so they can make the massive impact that they're called to. Thank you, goddess. Yes. Yes. I am so happy that we were connected and thank you so much for having me on your show. We've had so many great conversations lately and I can't wait for them to continue. Likewise. Yay. And so I'm going to turn it over now to our listeners and viewers. If this is your first time watching or listening into the Journey for Nord podcast, hi, thanks for stopping by. If you're on iTunes, make sure you hit subscribe so that you get the notifications first every time a new episode is syndicated. And if you're cooler than iTunes people, obviously, as an Android, come find me at journeypreneur.podbean.com so that you can also hit subscribe and comment. Uh, By the way, wherever you're at, though, listening, do leave a comment, right? My Android peeps can comment on every episode on Podbean, obviously, because they're cooler. And at the same time, my iTunes peeps here's where I need you to leave your insight because I want to serve you better. I want to hear from you. This is meant to be a communal conversation, not just you as a fly on the wall, listening in on all this fabulousness. So go ahead and leave us a five-star review. There's the box underneath the five-star review to leave a comment. This is episode 181. And I want to hear what did Jamie say that really touched you or awakened you to your ability to keep on that journey. 
So with that being said, I'm going to close this podcast episode the same way I do every time, please. Remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And we will see you in the next podcast episode. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.